When I first heard the subject of today's podcast, Praying for the Reign of God, my mind immediately went to Marty Haugen's song that sings like this. Come now, the feast is spread, in Jesus' name we break the bread. Here shall we all be fed within the reign of God. Now at the wedding feast, the greatest here shall be the least. All bonds shall be released within the reign of God. Welcome the weak and poor, the sinner finds an open door. None judged and none ignored within the reign of God. Blessed are they who will feast in the reign of God. Blessed are they who will share the bread of life. Blessed are they who are least in the reign of God. They shall rejoice at the feast of life. My name is Steve West, and I serve as pastor of Jacksonville First United Methodist Church. And today's podcast is on praying for the reign of God. Now, though my mind immediately went to that song from The Faith We Sing, my next thought was, who prays for the reign of God? I never pray for the reign of God. And maybe I don't use those words, but then it struck me, we do that all the time. We pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's praying for the reign of God. This this line in the Lord's Prayer is one that we sometimes rattle off and miss the weight of. Do, Do we realize what we are praying? We're praying for God's reign. For God's reign to come on earth as it is in heaven. Just today I was, interestingly enough, having lunch with a friend and I was reflecting I was telling about a time long ago when I was sitting with someone that was convinced that we can never experience the kingdom of God on earth. She said, we can never experience the kingdom of God. We'll never see the kingdom of God on earth. That's what heaven is, she said. We experience it in heaven. We never experience it here. And I nudged and I encouraged. She kept insisting we can never experience it now. And finally, in exasperation, I asked, So when you pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, you don't really mean it. Silence. (laughs) Uh, I'm not criticizing them. Uh, The problem is, is the church. We don't teach how profound that little part of the Lord's Prayer is. We don't teach about the kingdom of God, the reign of God. We're praying that the reign of God will usher in. And boy, do we need it to usher in now. We're praying for the reign of God to break into our present reality. We're praying for the reign of God to unfold like a mystery in the midst of all the stuff that's going on with us. Now, whether you use the old term kingdom of God or one of the newer Terms I see that are in vogue right now, like kingdom, K-I-N-D-O-M, kingdom, a place where all belong in God's family, or whether you use the term I kind of made up recently, the kindom, K-I-N-D, 
dash D-O-M, the kindom, the place where we practice the fruits of the Spirit, or whether you use another option to use the old term, the reign of God in your prayers. This is just an incredible prayer. The concept of the kingship of God appears in Scripture in all of the Abrahamic religions. Scriptures like His kingdom is an everlasting kingdom that's in the book of Daniel, for example, remind us of the everlasting strength of God's love. The Hebrew word malkuth in the Hebrew Bible almost always refers to God's authority when we talk about the kingdom of God. But I think it's amazing that when Jesus taught us to pray, it was a profound shift. This is not just about God's authority. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Jesus saw this kingdom of something that we pray is ushering in. He called it the kingdom of heaven. He often called it the kingdom of heaven like a good Jew might do so as not to throw the name of God around. But he described this kingdom, this reign, in so many ways, in the Beatitudes. He says, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the reign of God, the kingdom of heaven. And many times, Jesus used this magic word, like. It's an important word, like. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed. It's like a treasure hidden in a field. It's like a sower throwing seeds everywhere on the ground. It's like leaven. It's like a pearl of great price. It's like a woman who looked for coins. It's like a man who called servants and gave them talents. It's like the reign of God is like laborers in a vineyard who all got paid amount the same amount for different kinds of work. The reign of God is like a wedding feast that, op- that opened itself to all the riffraff since the privilege didn't bother coming. It's as if Jesus was saying, hello, the reign of God is ushering in. Look, don't you see it? That's what we're praying for. I've often said, or reminded people that Christianity is not a religion. It's not an institution. Christianity is a way. It was first called the way before it was ever called Christianity. In the book of Acts and in Antioch, it was simply called the way, and that's what it is. It's a path. It's a journey. It's not an institution. Christendom has often suffered for being confused with empire Christianity. And in times of institutional brokenness, like we're experiencing today, we need to pray this prayer. Because institutions come and go and they change dramatically, but the kingdom of God, the reign of God is still ushering in. The Holy Spirit never quits. In fact, not once in history has the Holy Spirit ever quit. My soul has been quite comforted with all the recent disaffiliations. In the last two months, I've become aware of something very comforting. I've become aware of six churches, that new churches that have organically popped up. They're already meeting before it's planned. It wasn't strategized. It, they weren't recruited. They weren't implemented by a conference committee or a staff person. They just started. And it was a reminder to me that the Spirit never quits no matter how often we make a mess of things. The reign of God 
is here. It's now. It's among us, and we pray, and we pray, and we pray that it keeps coming. And the more we pray, the more we see that it's already happening. And the more we become a part of what God is doing. Years ago, I was at an academy for spiritual formation, a ministry of the upper room, which I love. And it's a deep experience for many followers of Christ. And I remember being in a meeting where folks were having a really good experience that week. And they started asking, why can't church be like this? Why can't it be like this in church? Why can't it be like this at church? We finally all said, wait a minute, this is church. We're gathered in Christ's name. This is church. The church is a mystical body. The church is not just an institutional church. It's the mystical church. It's happening. We're praying for the reign of God. And when we pray for the reign of God, I hope it helps you see what's already in our midst and what's already popping up and what's already within us and what's already ushering in and what God is doing in the midst of all the muck of our lives. Paul defined the kingdom of God in his letter to the church in Rome. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. The reign of God is a key element in the teachings of Jesus. Jesus said, follow me. But before he said that, the first thing he ever said in the book of John is come and see. In this world of strange and difficult times, Jesus introduces us to a whole world of alternative values where the last shall be first and the first shall be last. He has a whole world to show us. Come and see. He's still showing it to us. And as he has us pray for it, we more and more begin to see it. So thank you for joining me today as we pray or talk about praying for the reign of God, I can think of no better way to close than to pray with you the Lord's Prayer. So I invite you to pray with me. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.